You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Ball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Hey, good morning. Welcome into a Tuesday edition of Inside the Locker Room, 205-342-9904 is the phone number for all the shows uh, with you uh, for two hours this morning, 7 to 9, so we'd love to have your phone calls and join us in the show. Twitter at Locker Room 109, at Barry Sanderson, at Wimp Sanderson 1, email Barry at yahoo.com, download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone. And you can take us with you anywhere you go. Of all the colors, yellow is the most important, at least when it comes to building outdoors. No matter what your project is this season, pier, deck, fence, pergola, be sure to head down to your local Yellowwood dealer for Yellowwood pressure-treated pine. Yellowwood offers the best protection from rot, fungal decay, and termite attack. It's no wonder Yellowwood is the brand of choice for building outdoors. If you're going to build, build it right. Head to your local dealer. And you can go to yellowwood.com to find a dealer closest to you. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. Uh, Dad, I guess you saw breaking news this morning. Adam Scheffner's reporting Bill O'Brien's going back to the New England Patriots. Uh, I think you said all along he came for two years. Give him a two-year commitment. Uh, Why New England? Probably uh, a familiar place for him, and I don't know how much longer Bill Belichick can do it, so maybe he can go there, and uh, when Bill Belichick decides to hang it up, maybe he can take over the Patriots, but I guess it's official now this morning. Just your thoughts before you give your other stuff this morning about Bill O'Brien uh, being official, he's finally leaving. Well, of course, they all call me a coach's, a coach's commentator, and that's fine. I know how difficult it is. Uh, if I open up a hole for somebody, and a guy falls down. It's my fault. Um, you know, if he, if I tell you to go to Chicago and you, and you go to L.A., uh, is it my fault or yours? But anyway, that people are glad to get rid of. Uh, I guess uh, both the uh, defensive and offensive coordinators, and um, they, the next one that comes in, Dave Ball was here. I got to know him a little bit, and uh, they didn't like him. He said need to go back to the pros. So anyway. Uh, players win games. You can help them. You can help them win games. Certainly, um, you're not going to make them as much better. Uh, you can help them some of their footwork and so forth, and call the right plays that you think are good. The defense changes on you. So, um, I think it's fine. I think uh, coach will get somebody that he he, he likes, and um, they will be, go through the same thing. Uh, so, I uh, got to meet Bill. Uh, once or twice um, in, in a couple of events, and uh, he's a big, nice nice guy. I really liked him a, a great deal. What little I knew, didn't know him that much, didn't know him that great. But uh, if that's if that's best for our about football, then everybody should be happy. Yeah, so uh, Bill, Bill O'Brien, I'm just looking, 53 years old, will go back to the Patriots, obviously old Coach Mac Brown. Joe, does that mean now everybody's getting what they want? national championship next year now we got new coordinators coming in so everybody's expecting to win the national championship because that's what kept us 
from winning it this year, correct? Oh, absolutely. Bill yeah. O'Brien's dumbassery kept Alabama from winning any game this year. Yeah. They haven't won a game in two seasons or scored a point in two seasons. <laughs> so, so now that Bill O'Brien is gone, we can move the football. We can finally win a Heisman Trophy and uh, score some points. Yeah, so anyway, so it – National championship or bust. And that's probably what it is every year. But hopefully, uh, obviously, Coach will get out. We'll have all the names of the people uh, that are going to replace him coming out today. But only one guy knows, and that's Nick Saban. And he's not caught off guard uh, with this happening. Obviously, he's known no. what's going to happen. No. And he already knows who he's going to hire. So sure. uh, we'll see what happens. What else happened in sports? Like? Well, um, Baylor uh, knocked Kansas for the third straight time. Kansas got beat. Kansas will not be a number one. Uh, in basketball, uh, Duke uh, had a controversial call against them. It was a flagrant, flagrant foul, they thought, at the end, but it didn't turn out to be that way. And West Virginia beat Duke. Now, if Kay had been the coach, probably they would have reversed it, but they didn't. And so uh, West Virginia beat Duke in, in that particular game. Um, before I go to the transfer portal real quickly tonight, uh, LSU plays at Arkansas, both of them struggling. Um, probably old Arkansas win here. I don't look, I haven't looked at the line. Missouri is that Ole Miss. Um, uh, Ole Miss will have to defend the three, and I don't know if uh, the, the big guy will play for them or not. Uh, he, of course, didn't play against Alabama. Kentucky will be at Vanderbilt, and uh, Kentucky will have to play hard, but they'll, they'll probably have a good good chance to win that. And tomorrow night, uh, tomorrow night, uh, I'm go ahead and mention that because Alabama and Auburn will be playing at the same time. They'll be playing at 8 o'clock our time. A&M is at Auburn and, and ESPN2. And, and Mississippi State is at Alabama um, on the SEC network. Besides that, Georgia's at Tennessee. That should be a Tennessee win. South Carolina's at Florida. Probably going to be a Florida win. Uh, a little quick things for Barry and I to discuss whatever you want to discuss. Um, I guess Houston, Alabama, Purdue. Not quite sure who the fourth team is number one right now. In basketball, but uh, we'll see. Um, let's see. Uh, on the transfer portal, Auburn brought in uh, brought in uh, thirteen pl- twelve or thirteen players, six on offense and three defensive players. Three others, I don't know who they were. Ole Miss has brought in thirteen in the last. I forget how many months they said LSU in the last two years has brought in eleven. Uh, Alabama has come out and said that they pretty much uh, are through. Uh, might be one, but pretty much through with that transfer deal. There is, for all you fans who are concerned about that, another transfer portal on May the 15th, on May the 1st, the 1st through the 15th, uh, they will come out again. So those people that uh, are unhappy with spring practice and didn't get exactly where they thought they ought to be at spring practice, they'll be 88 and out the gate. And a lot of times these guys will tell their their their, their dads or somebody that they think they that they might, if, if if spring doesn't go good for me, um, I tell you what I'm going. I'm going out of here if it doesn't go good for me. And then those coaches at other schools they hear about that. I think if spring doesn't go really good for Johnny, I think he's going to get himself in transfer port. So we need to hold scholarship open. So yeah, how much though is there a deal where uh, let's say Alabama, I'm not saying that, or Georgia, they have a position of need, and there's yep. a guy that that's going to be a starter, but he's going to be a starter at I don't know. Uh, where Texas Tech, and they figure out, you know what, he he's better than what we got. Just put the room, put feelers out there and see if he'd want to come to Alabama and be a starter. So not only does it not go well, it might go real well, uh, but one of these top tier blue bloods, Joe needs a 
needs a guy at that position. So you just kind of call their high school coach and That's right. say, well, how's so-and-so doing over at Texas? Does he like it? Well, man, I, got, I need a starter. If he would ever be interested, just tell him to let me know. Uh, does that happen, Dad, behind the scenes? I think, it, I, I think that happens. Other things just like it happen. You can name a different thing. Yeah. And all you folks remember that now the people at Texas are trying to figure out why Sark was so good at Alabama. All the criticism, you know, I thought he was a great, he's a great pass, he's a great caller at Alabama. He was, they could win all those games, but see one thing, ain't been that good for us. And so, um, it, it, it never stops. May have been the, Joe, could have been the players that he was coaching in Alabama. <laughs> like, I've got a play, Joe. It, it's the best play. The, the guard passes the ball to the wing. He cuts down the corner. I pop the forward out. He goes and catches the ball. The guards exchange. And then the guy in the, in, the, in the corner, he screens in for this guard. Now, I got a guy that can shoot the ever-living wee-wee out of it uh, normally. And when he runs it, it's really a good play. When I run it for anybody else, Joe, it never works. Yeah. It never works. So is it the play? Is it the play? Yeah. Player, players have a great deal to do with it. They have a great deal to do with the success. Uh, of and and you have to remember now the the other teams is is really studied you really hard and changing defensively and it's a it's a it's that way everywhere you go it doesn't make any difference nobody's pleased with anybody. yeah is the play is good but the play is only as good as the player shooting the Jimmy from the three Steve Sarkeesian Steve Sarkeesian is good but he's only as good as that guy standing under center. All right, to the Yellowwood Hotline. I'm not breaking any story here. Get Super Joe in. Good morning, Super Joe. Hey, what's going on, partner? How you feeling, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, man. This guy, yes, I Bill O'Brien got, got a job. I know he's going to get out training, get it. Yeah, buddy. Now, now, what the man said on four brothers, down the business. Who you want to get, Super Joe? Bill O'Brien's oh, gone. Man. Who you want? Sure, the best whoever we can get. Who is it? Oh, who is that? Y'all don't know. The, 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 the Oklahoma, the Oklahoma coordinator, the offensive coordinator. Oh, terrible! They, they're three and seven. <laughs> oh, never mind. I'll take that back. I was thinking about <laughs> Joe Brady, but I think about Joe Brady. But but the problem, here's what I heard. I'm a y'all may know if it's true or not. He don't like to recruit. I don't know how true that is. Hey, let me ask you this, Super Joe. Now, I'm not saying Joe Brady's not good. He's quarterback coach. How about that quarterback he had? How about Joe Burrow? I think you and I could be a offensive coordinator for Joe Burrow. He'd be pretty good, wouldn't he? Oh, tell me about it. Yeah. Joe Burrow, pretty good. Joe Burrow may be the best quarterback in football right now, um, other than Patrick Mahomes. Well, because I'll be honest, I think Cincinnati is going to stun Kansas City because I don't think Mahomes' ankles are going to be 100% like they say it is. Yeah. Well, high ankle sprains are hard uh, to come back from. Uh, this kid's a gamer, though. He came back in and played. Thank you, Super Joe. Anything else, Super Joe? Yeah, but I'll tell you, like, in the defensive coordinator, I really wish Jeremy Pruitt, but we don't know if he's out of that Tennessee scandal yet. Yeah. Well, and they must be working on it because they were hiring a guy at Georgia that he'd already be hired. So something – Something smells fishy there, so they must be trying to get it clear. Thank you, Super Joe, to get Jeremy Pruitt in. I don't know why you're breaking your back to get Jeremy Pruitt in, but it sounds like maybe. Joe, is that what the rumor is now? They're got they trying to make somebody tell them no before they go to the next guy. Because if you were hiring Schumann or anybody go back to him, you would have already hired. Or is Coach knew that Bill O'Brien was going? He already knows who he's going to hire, and he's going to hire both coordinators at the same time. 
Uh, I think it's more the first thing. I think it was. Uh, I think Coach Saban's been making sure, or the Alabama program's been making sure that Jeremy Pruitt is hireable. I don't see how he's hireable, but maybe they don't care about rules anymore. Uh, we'll see. You got to right. determine what rules actually matter or not. Who's making the rules? Who's enforcing the rules? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. The rules were the rules back when he broke the rules. They're not rules now, but that doesn't. If you drive fifty. Joe, and the speed limit was 50, the season was 35, but then they changed it to 65 a year later. You still get the ticket when you were speeding when the speed limit was 50. Government don't care, but the government's a lot more powerful than the NCAA. Think? Uh, I think that's part of the problem with college athletics is we took it out of the hands of the NCAA. I know that sounds crazy. Uh, Royal Cleaners, they want to make life easy for you. Pickup and delivery. Give them a call, 205-391-0034. They'll come right to you, pick up all the laundry, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back. Time is imported to you, and so you don't even have to waste the time. Or if you want to drop off University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, North Porter, 4851 Rice Spine Road. Once again, for all your cleaning needs, Royal Cleaners is where you go, 205-391-0034. Call us up, let us know now that Coach O'Brien's gone. Everybody got what they wanted. Pete Golding is gone. Who do you want? You listen to Tide 100.9 see home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on 2059 eastbound near exit 86. That's Covered Bridge Road. You can expect some minor delays there. Everything else looks good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to towns and Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good morning. This is Mary Kay from the Town Square Media Newsroom. And for the first time in program history, the Alabama men's basketball team is ranked by the Associated Press poll as the number two team in the country, the highest ranking since the 2002-2003 season. They take on Mississippi State Wednesday night. And another new business is opening. The Tuscaloosa Strip welcomes the Strange Brew Coffee House. Patrons can expect bold colors, a unique menu with free Wi-Fi, and late operating hours. Get more details by tapping our free app. In a collision, easy decision. Make one call to one name. Mesreno, 206-6300. No representation of the quality of legal services to be performed. It's greater than quality of legal services performed. Four coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, Protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partially sunny today, the high 55. Cloudy and becoming very windy tonight. Rain moves in after midnight. Winds could gust to 40 miles per hour at times, the low at 44. Tomorrow, rain ending early in the day, the high 56. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 31 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Follow the Crimson Tide on their journey to another national championship. Touchdown, Alabama! On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. 
Barry? Yes, sir. You know, uh, Eno, Enos was pretty slick. Where's Dan? He, uh, Dan, uh, he got so much criticism that he went out under the cover of night. Yeah. They busted him so bad that he decided he better go 88 and out the gate. He goes to Miami, and then he goes to Maryland. And uh, I don't know what they did to him at Maryland, but he goes from there to Arkansas. So um, at least Bill Bryan is announcing it. Uh, Enos didn't even announce it. Yeah, Dan Baltimore colted him. Um, <laughs> Joe, uh, Dan's gone. Uh, so we've had a lot of coordinators uh, here, and uh, people like to try to predict uh, who coach is going to hire. You look back at the last few hires, Lane Kiffin, he hired some guys that have been – uh, head coaches, um, does he go that route again, Dad? Does he already know who he's going to hire? And how does yeah. how does he handle this behind the scenes, uh, talking to people, saying, "Hey, Bill's gone. Uh, it's just gonna, it'll be official on Tuesday at whatever." Uh, but the deal's probably already worked out with somebody else. How do they do that stuff and not get it out? I guess. Well, it's not easy. I think uh, he's able to do it. Uh, pretty much have an idea who he wants. There, there could be. Uh, a situation where for a little while he'll talk to about two or three, uh, and he'll talk to them, you know, two or three that he really thinks are good. He don't have to really interview them. He just, he just knows that they, if they would be interested. And so if they are interested, then, then you know, he goes a little bit further with it. He, uh, you know, gets the feel. And, and a lot of times, too, uh, Barry, uh he, the person he wants, he won't go to that person to start with. He'll find out from somebody else if he think if that guy he thinks that guy's interested, and it, it kind of works like that. Uh, so is is uh, that, you know, I just talked to so and so. He tells me if you call him, you know, he might be interested in moving. Really, that him? So uh, I don't know that it's completely set yet because. Uh, I think Coach is also a guy that can pretty much tell the money without having to go to the AD. Uh, there, of the fourteen of the fourteen schools in in the league, I would I would imagine that uh, ten or eleven of them have to go to the AD to say to say what they can pay because that's going to be a factor in it. Yeah, so he's had Sark, he's had Kiffin, he's had Bill O'Brien, so he's going with guys that have had. Uh, head coaching experience. Uh, we'll see what direction he goes uh, this time. What is it about guys that have had head coaching experience that? And then there's, he's had guys like Brian Dayball and guys like that that have not. Uh, what is it about head coaching experience? Maybe that he does like where he can maybe worry about more on the defensive side of the football since he uh, can pretty much hand it over to those guys. He talks about Alabama already has a. A playbook in pl- in place that uh, the new coordinators have to learn their playbook. Yeah, that's a good point there, uh, because you know a lot of times you go in there and you want to bring your offense, and uh, that's not the way they work. He won't. He he be like regardless of what they have, they're gonna have a new quarterback. I don't know who it is. Everybody can argue about that. Talk about that all all spring. But uh, there are a lot of offensive guys who are set in the way they do things, and they want to do it the way they want to do it. And I think that is a big-time question with Coach. And I would imagine some of those guys he knows is going to stay satisfied with 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 uh, or be dissatisfied if they come over. They don't they don't 
he doesn't call them. Now, the money, in some cases, will be maybe a lot more to Alabama uh, than it is at other places. So the money could be a little bit of a factor for some for some coaches who, you know, have got big families and so forth. So it's uh, – and also the length of the contract. Uh, the length of the contract is, is pretty big. Now, coach, I can't come in there on, on a on a on a one or two year contract. I got, if if you're interested in me and you really want me that bad, then I'm going to need I'm going to need you know three or four year contract. So that that's that's becomes a problem too, as you mentioned. Yeah, um, is this a situation where Joe, you could chime in as well, where? Coach already has his list, so he'll seek out who he wants. I mean, I don't think there's – unless there's somebody that – let's say there's somebody that he's not thinking would would come here. How would that person get to Nick Saban? You're not going to call up and get Nick Saban on the phone. Uh, how do you get to him to say, hey, I would be interested, I would come? Do you call Jimmy Sexton? Do you call one of the assistants on the staff? Of course, they're yeah. – they're wanting to hire somebody they, they're comfortable with us, too. How would you get to Coach Saban and let him know that you had interest in the job? Talk to Joe. Oh, well, I think, I think you, get, you, you get the word to excuse me, Jimmy Sexton. Yeah. You get the word to Jimmy Sexton somehow, some way, uh, using agent back channels. I, yeah, that. How do you, how do you, I, think, I don't know about that, but as it comes to mind, you also, in this particular case, are looking to hire a recruiter. Now, maybe he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't recruit quite quite like the guys who are out and you get out more. But uh, you know, this guy's got got to have the ability to talk to recruits and be considered in the, in the football world a good recruiter. A coach won't take him. He ain't gonna take him. He, he's he's quite different from if you know he'll he'll turn that down. He'll turn a guy down if he just feels like a guy can't recruit. Nah, so, really? You think Bill O'Brien was a recruiter? I don't think he was a recruiter. I think he was a very easy person for recruits to talk to. Sure. But yeah, is I he a recruiter? He, I, think, yeah, I, I don't know that he was a, a so-called recruiter, but I thought I, some, from what I hear, he had his hands on some people and some other people. I don't know. I don't know. I do think he uh, – was very professional. Uh, he was really good behind the microphone. Like when you heard yeah. him speak, you were like, "Wow!" Well, when you heard him. Pete Goldie speak, you, you kind of got uncomfortable a little bit. But when you heard Bill O'Brien speak, like he, he was top notch. Bill O'Brien uh, said nothing ever. He was very. He said clear. nothing. That's what good coaches do. Uh, he he was very good. Uh, he made me no. Well, he was very I, bad. Okay. Well, I thought he was very good. I uh, thought he was very. Yeah, he he he, and he was respectful to Coach Saban. He 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 knew the chain of command. Uh, if it was something that he couldn't answer, he would say, "Hey, that that would be that would be something you'd have to ask Coach Saban." Uh, there, a lot of times, a guy who's been in his position, been an NFL head coach, they think they're bigger than they are, and they wouldn't give like Jeremy Pruitt didn't give Mark Rick that kind of respect when he was there, and Bill O'Brien, who's done a hell of a lot more than Jeremy Pruitt, gave. Nick Saban the proper respect when he was in a press conference. Because he knows how to play the game. Well, that's part of it. All right, to the Yellowwood Hotline, bring Bryce into the show. Somebody just texted me me and said they can't wait to hear who Bryce is going to want to name as offensive coordinator. Hey, guys, I've told you all along, the (laughs) the offensive coordinator is there. 
Who was it? Derek I told Dooley? You all along. Derek Dooley? Yeah. I'm a big Derek Dooley, my Coach. Yeah. The Dooley's, uh, and I'm not disrespecting you, Coach, and I could be totally wrong, but I'm sticking to that because he's there. They have a relationship with each other's family. And Derek Dooley was a good recruiter at Tennessee. Okay, maybe, maybe you're right then. Maybe he is. I don't know. And, and I could be totally wrong, but however, is Coach waiting for somebody on the defense in the NFL? To hire? Well, I mean, yes, you, you got only four teams playing now. I, don't, I wouldn't think it would be anybody coming off these four teams that are playing. So I, I think he's Probably seeing if he can get Pruitt through. If he can't, the fact, the fact of the matter is, we don't any of us know. No, we, we just talk. Exactly, coach, and, and we can speculate and guess. Just like I could be totally off base, but uh, everybody has their opinion, and, and it's all they all different. So all right, smell. let me ask if he if it were Derek Dooley, would the fan base be happy? Not that it matters, Ooh. because you, but would they what would they say? Would they say whoo? That's an upgrade. Thank goodness we got Derek Dooley. Would they say that? Maybe he is. I'm not criticizing Derek Dooley. I'm just saying, what the would the perception be if that's who he rolls up to the press conference? Bryce? No, they they probably wouldn't like it. Yeah. There'd be some that didn't like it, Barry. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you want to always have somebody uh, want to be Monday morning quarterback. Yeah. 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 But uh, that's what I'm sticking with. Coach, how was Florence yesterday? I'm on my way now. It's foggy. Woo. You it's can't fine, cut it with a knife. You, yeah, you can't see your, you can see about six foot in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on my way there now, but it's real foggy this morning. I didn't realize it'd be this foggy. Traffic was bad getting up there, but it's okay. One bad. Uh, All right, Bryce. Well, I, we'll, we'll, we're keeping tabs over here. I'm going to write Derek Dooley's name down. I'm going to put a slash under here. If you gave him one boat, it's Bryce. All right. Hey, hey, guys, I want to I share something with you real quick. Okay. Um, one of my associates uh, thought they should have uh, fired, fired uh, Avery Johnson and and hired uh, Bruce Pearl. He didn't he he didn't like Nate Oates. Okay, and uh, I asked him the other night, "Well, what do you think now?" And he wouldn't comment. He said that's irrelevant right now uh, because uh, it didn't happen. You know, well, I, I just you but, know you can you can. Whatever about it, you know, you just you can speculate all you want. A lot of people around here with egg on their face absolutely killed Jalen Hurts, and they couldn't see not that not that I knew he would be a a great NFL quarterback and great maybe a stretch, a really good NFL quarterback, but you could see his leadership and his work ethic, and so you know his temperament, and so you knew. This guy was going to do everything he possibly could. Now, Tim Tebow did the same thing and couldn't do it. Uh, but to ki- kill that kid uh, who was a winner, all he did was win, and now people got a lot of egg on their face around here. And Tua threw the ball better. Uh, and so he ended up beating him out, but they're both pretty darn good players. And uh, so you got to read something about their temperament there, and this guy was pretty good. Thank you, Bryce. All right, um, First Domain Condos, my man Ty Palmer, they're out in the historic district of downtown Northport. Now, the location is outstanding. These are three-bedroom, three-and-a-half bath condominiums, washer and dryer included, stainless steel appliances, all granite countertops, all energy and electric-efficient appliances. The internet and direct TV are free with the condo. They have large patios with upper-level river views, easy access to the Riverwalk 
They're gated. Uh, so there's a gated property there with security cameras. Literally two minutes from downtown Tuscaloosa, so five minutes from the University of Alabama. 205-657-7465. Tell them you heard on the inside of the locker room one month of free rent. First in Maine Condos. You listen to Tide 100.9 is the home of Alabama sports. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. The Alabama men's basketball team ranks number two in this week's AP poll. Former Alabama Edge Iave Oki has announced his transfer to the Charlotte 49ers. Four-star class of 2024 interior offensive lineman Jordan Seaton has set his visit to the capstone. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on 2059 eastbound near exit 86. That's Covered Bridge Road. You can expect some minor delays there. Everything else looks good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to Townsend Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Keep your old phone and save with Straight Talk Wireless. Requires a compatible unlocked phone and KYOP kit. See latest terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 100.9. She was staring out the window of their SUV. Welcome back to Inside the Locker of Yellowwood. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern. Go to yellowwood.com to find that dealer closest to you. When you build it, build it to last. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. I right, get to Yellowwood Hotline. He's the director of communications with the Coach Safely program. Uh, writes for the AL.com and the Birmingham Lead. He'll tell you all about that at the end of the segment. Kevin Skarbinski. Good morning, Kevin. How are you? Morning. I'm good, fellas. How are you? Good. We're good. Uh, Kevin, obviously, it's breaking that Bill O'Brien's leaving. I don't think anybody's surprised. I'm sure it's been in the works uh, f- for a little bit here. And I think Dad said he came on to your commitment to uh, coach with Bryce Young. Uh, does Coach already know who he's going to hire in this situation? I'm sure he's uh, he's not caught off guard by this today. Uh, how far is he already down the road to hire this next coordinator, you think? I would suspect he's a uh, pretty good distance down the road. He he rarely gets gets caught off guard yeah. by by personnel decisions like that. I, and I and I'm sure. Look, Bill's a pro, and I'm sure that he and Nick have had conversations uh, once the season ended, at least since then, if not sooner. That he was he was most likely going to move back to the NFL. The New England spot was a natural since he had worked for Bill Belichick before. So I don't think it was any surprise at all to him, and, and that's what he does. He he prepares you know, for for different eventualities, and, and he's had to be thinking about who is the best person to come in at a time when you don't have a natural successor at quarterback, especially, which is a rarity for Alabama. They've had a great – what a, what a great luxury they've had – to have the next guy ready uh, when the when the current starter left, 
that they you know so this is very this is a very different situation and they don't have a lot of big name they have talent of course they will always have talent but they don't necessarily have the guys who have done it yet that have done it at a high level at the skill position so there's uh, some significant rebuilding that needs to be done with the offense and and what does Nick Saban want to do on offense does he like what they have been doing does he want to tweak it some does he want to maybe get back a little bit to the old school uh, smash mouth uh, physicality that it seems they've been missing since they've gone to an emphasis on the passing game. Those are all going to be fascinating questions to see how Nick Saban answers them. What What are some legitimate questions, uh, Kevin? If obviously it's going to be somebody's got a big time job or somebody just got let out that had a big time job that could get a job pretty easy. What are some of the questions that? coach potential coach should ask Nick Saban uh before coming in here and committing to come to Alabama I think the philosophy yeah I think the philosophy question first of all you know one thing about Nick Saban is he's not necessarily wedded to a system he he has been willing and he I think he wants his coordinators to be willing to adjust based on the personnel. And, and Lane Kiffin was great, for example, at finding your 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 elite of the elite playmaker. You know, Amari Cooper, say, on the, as a running back one year, I mean, as a wide receiver one year, and then Derrick Henry as a running back the next year. And ma- finding creative ways to get that person the ball as often as possible while still developing other skilled players and and spreading the ball around somewhat, but really leaning on that superstar. And again, Cooper had an unbelievable season in 2014, Lane's first year as offensive coordinator. Derrick Henry, of course, set all kinds of records. Uh, won the Heisman the next year, and, and, and that's a great. I don't know that there's ever has there ever been a greater contrast one year to the next in terms of who the best player was on your offense and the level at which they performed. So. What what is the philosophy of the coordinator? You've got to be able to. You you can't. You don't come into Alabama as a coordinator on either side of the ball and say this is what I do, and we're going to fit the players or we're going to get the players to use my terminology to play my system. You know, Mike Leach, for example, wouldn't have worked with a Nick Saban if Mike were ever in a. You know, when when he were with us, obviously, if there were ever a situation where. He might want to be an, an offensive coordinator. That that wouldn't work because yeah. Mike was a system guy. Yeah, that. Well, I think uh, that coach tells him the same way that uh, Kevin said that, that uh, we we would like to keep our terminology the same, and this is our terminology. Now, the only thing is might be a little different terminology wise, and I don't know this is that. You've got four new people, one of them not brand new, but you've got four people competing for the quarterback position. Uh, I, I don't know who the best one is, and, and so you know it might be the guy might be able to come in with a little bit of his own terminology. But for the past quarterbacks, terminology has has been has been critical. Well, does he and, get to the does, does should he say, "Hey, you don't have a proven guy coming back"? Well, I get to pick the starting quarterback. 
or will you pick it? How do we do that? Is that a legitimate question, guys? The, the well, guys I think not? I think sure. the guy coming in picks a starting quarterback. Now, if if coach overrides him, okay. Sure. But he he goes to say, I want player A, and I don't think coaches override player A. I think he he take do whatever he says. And I think the other factor is, uh, you know, we all got families, uh, length of contract. Uh, he's not going to come in on one year, probably not a two year. Uh, salary. Um, coach is one of the few people that, of the 14 people in the SEC, uh, he doesn't have to go to the AD and name him, I don't think, and, and name the price. Uh, probably 10 of the ADs would have to be called of the 14 that are in the league uh, to, to find out what he could pay him. Uh, coach won't have to do this. So p- price is important. Length of contract is important. Go ahead, Kevin. Yeah, well, and the years, I think, and the years may be more important than the dollars. You know, they, and now coordinators, you can get a, you know, elite coordinators will, will have three-year deals. You know, you'll have at least a two-year deal, but, but more likely a three-year deal. So, I, I, you know, I think all of those questions, though, Barry, you know, who, how, how do you, how do you pick a new starting quarterback? What's your philosophy? on picking a new starting quarterback. What are you looking for in a starting quarterback? That's Those are questions that I think uh, any candidate that Nick either has talked to or will talk to would naturally be asked and, and, or would want to ask. And, and then vice versa. I think, I think Nick would want to know that about the people coming in, and he would want to know their history in choosing starting quarterbacks. And he, he will have already done that, I'm sure. He's probably already done that research or had someone do that research for him in trying to narrow this down. You know, what, what is their track record of picking quarterbacks, developing quarterbacks? And then another question that, that you have to answer is, do you want, that Nick Saban has to answer, does he want someone who's a recruiter as well as a coordinator? Because a lot of times coordinators are more mad scientists than, yeah, you don't, you don't necessarily need them to go out on the road and, and hit the road hard. You know, they'll help in recruiting, of course. Everyone helps. But you don't necessarily, because of the way Alabama recruits, because of the success they've had, the system they have in recruiting, uh, you don't necessarily have to have a coordinator who's going to be out on the road uh, with uh, with a great track record of bringing in four and five stars. He just doesn't want one. It just says, "I don't want to fool with it. I don't want to fool with recruiting." He don't. He don't want that. Kind I, of I don't think. <laughs> I don't think you can work on Nick Saban's staff and have the attitude. I, I I don't want to be involved in recruiting. I want to be involved in recruiting as little as possible. He, I don't think. I think that disqualifies you immediately. Does he try to reach out and maybe the people that know players that played for this coordinator and see? You know what kind of respect did they have for the guy when he was coaching him? Uh, what was the player? coach relationship there does he go that deep into it or does he kind of just trust his instincts on that that that's a good question i I don't know the answer it would it would seem to make sense if you're fully vetting someone it would you would want to just like if you were hiring a you know a manager in in a a regular position you want to know what he was like he or she was like to work for right so you talk who would know that best but the people that worked for them and who would know that best about a coordinator but players that played for him, uh, especially if, you know, those guys are in the, you know, you can find guys in the NFL yeah. and, and you would think you're going to hire someone who has put players in the NFL, who has developed NFL talent. 
And so you would have access to guys like that that would give you an honest opinion, just as, again, this is a vetting process both ways. If I'm a candidate, I'm going to talk to Lane Kiffin. I'm going to talk to Brian Dayball. I'm going to talk to Steve Sarkeesian. I'm going to talk to Nick's former offensive coordinators. I'll talk to Bill O'Brien to get a sense of what it's like to coordinate an offense for Nick Saban. Would he would he talk to and consider hiring Derek Dooley? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I, see, I don't know that Derek. I mean, Derek doesn't jump to mind as someone who's had a lot of success no. as an offensive coordinator. Uh, I'm not saying he doesn't have expertise on that side. He's just of the there and knows what saying, went on. Yeah. He's just yeah. there and knows what. Yeah. He knows the terminology yeah. because he's there every day. Yeah, I just don't. I, I again, he he may surprise. I, it would be he would if that would be a surprise. I will say. Yeah, yeah. I don't think and I don't think Nick Saban's worried about it. And no disrespect to Derek Dooley, that wouldn't win the press conference, though, would it, Kevin? At least people people already have a perception what they think about him, and if they go hire some other guy they don't really know, that they're going to trust in Nick Saban. Uh, and I always remember what the. AD for Clemson said when Dabo was the receivers coach, he just said the players always were going by his office. Like he had a relationship with those guys. Those guys were really invested in Dabo Sweeney. And uh, I think your relationship with the players, uh, there's got to be respect there. But I think that's critical now. Well, uh, it's like Joe Joe got mad at me to go, but you, you think about this. I'll tell you one thing. I'm the new offensive coordinator, and I'm going to have the hottest, hottest offense you've ever seen. That That doesn't happen with a guy. I'm telling you right now, we're going to throw that thing all over the water. We're going to, our running backs are going to be super. We're going to show you what real, you know, offensive quarterbacks don't do that. They don't come in and they're, 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 they're level headed and careful is what they say. Well, uh, you know, look, yeah, if, if you don't have, and, and again, different coaches have different styles, right? Some are harder to work for. Jimbo Fisher, for example, is notoriously, hard on his quarterbacks. He works those guys very hard. Now, he hasn't been very successful at developing guys at that position for some time now. He had a great track record uh, at Florida State, for example, but he's, he's really not not had success there for some time at Texas A&M, but he's known to be very, very demanding on his quarterbacks. Not, and, and everybody should be demanding, right? You're asking a lot of that position, the player that plays that position, uh, but that's just one thing that you know, might not be might be more pleasant to play quarterback for another 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 coordinator, for example, than than a Jimbo Fisher type. So that's going to be and then really, and I don't know that I don't know that Nick Saban looks at it this way, but you know, do you want someone who has been a head coach who has been maybe in the NFL, like a Brian Dayball, like a uh, uh, you know a Bill O'Brien? Or do you want to go younger? Do you want to go uh, flavor of the month somewhat? Maybe that's that's probably an unfair designation. But someone who has been, uh, you know, has gained a reputation in recent years, like a like Lincoln Riley's younger brother Garrett, for example, and he's already been hired so uh, somewhere else. But um, you know, someone like that that is that has become a one of the hot young uh, coordinators in the country. Do you want someone, or do you want someone with more experience? Those are those are all things that Nick Saban will has already considered. I'm sure. Uh, Kevin is 
is the reason we haven't hired a defense or we coach Saban hasn't hired a defense coordinator yet. Does he want to do it all at one time? Or is he still trying to get the clearance for Jeremy Pruitt, in your opinion? I think if he's gonna hire the guy at Georgia, he would have already hired him. Now maybe that guy's number two. Uh does coach have him in order? Is Pruitt number one? Is he tr- trying to work that out? What are you hearing on that? Yeah, I don't know for sure, but I would guess that the longer it takes, and it seems like it's taken, you know, we all want we all want to know these answers yesterday, right? Uh, this is a this these are big hires for Alabama at a, at an important time in the Nick Saban era. So the longer that it's gone on, the more it certainly suggests that there is due diligence being done on Jeremy Pruitt, that there is uh, kicking the tires, uh, you know, talking to Greg Sankey, finding out all you can find out about the NCAA case at Tennessee. How likely is he to be sanctioned or not sanctioned for whatever his role allegedly was in that case? How soon is the NCAA going to decide is another factor. Do you want to do you want to have a defensive coordinator who has to appear at an NCA infractions committee meeting in September the week of a game? Well, his, his past defensive coordinator was a good recruiter. Well, and and Jeremy, we know well <laughs> this is you have to look at this I guess with uh, almost a jaundiced eye uh Jeremy Pruitt's been known as a very good recruiter too, right? That's the point. And I'm then, making. <laughs> well, I'm what making. happened at but what happened? Yeah, what happened at Tennessee though? Is he going? And that's another thing, obviously, that they're they're look, they've had to have looked into with Jeremy is will he be allowed to recruit? Will there be if if he is sanctioned by the NCAA, will he be restricted in recruiting? And are you willing if that's the case? And I don't know that. But if that it's it's certainly a logical assumption. But if that's the case, are you willing to bite that bullet? That for a year or so, maybe he can't recruit off campus. Would you take Jeremy Pruitt's proven track record as a coordinate defensive coordinator and sacrifice his proven ability to recruit for a year? Is that worth that trade off? Yeah, Kevin. I don't know. We had a guy know. call the other day and said, "All right, what's the difference?" Auburn hired Bruce Pearl. He still had a show cause. I agreed with the guy, but I said Auburn's basketball program was at the bottom of the bucket. They were terrible. They had they had to take a chance on a guy. So it was uh, it was really n- no big deal to take a chance on Bruce Pearl. Alabama's not. They're at the top of college football right there. One, two, three, wherever you. But they don't have to take a chance. Where that's not a wasn't a big deal for Auburn to do it. They had nothing to lose in that situation. Those two, those two situations are totally different, aren't they, Kevin? Even, Absolutely, yeah, Barry. Yeah. 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 And, and, another, and another way that they're very different, Auburn and everyone else knew what, what Bruce Pearl's penalty was. He was serving it. It had already been decided. Yes. It wasn't going to change. They knew when the, when the show cause ended. They hired him in March of that year, and his show cause ended in August. And he was not able to... He was not able to go on the road and recruit during that period. So, but they knew the terms of of his of his uh, penalties. They knew exactly when they would expire. They knew what he couldn't couldn't do for about four or five months. 
and they were willing to roll that dice, as you said, because they were they were at the bottom of the bottom of the standings. They were a very very poor basketball program at that time. So and after, he got, after he got it, he didn't have to talk to different. the AD. Yeah, he said, "I'm not talking to you. We want to investigate you. I'm not talking. I'm not have, talking." I've You're won, not talking. Won, yeah, that, that was down. That was down the road. Yeah, that was a little farther down yeah, the road. I've won enough games now. I don't have to talk, uh, Kevin. This is probably not a fair question. Where does Alabama rank in money in the SEC? I'm talking about money in their athletic department. Where, where, where would you? And I don't know, so this is not a trick question. Where would you say they rank? Top, top five. In terms of revenue. Yeah, in terms of revenue, revenue generated and the money they got to spend, revenue generated by the athletic department. Well, I don't think they're number one, but okay. they're very, if they're not number one, they're really close. Who is as one? far as revenue generated? Who is one? I, I would I would suspect A and M maybe. Um, now again, what? See, here's the question though: What are we talking about in specific terms? Yeah. Well, the question is: Who gives the most NIL money? No, I'm not necessarily. Not exactly. Who who who's the richest? Who's the richest? A&M? In value, I think if you talk about the value of your program, and you know, sometimes you'll see those rankings, uh, like Forbes magazine will It'll rank college athletic programs. Get in. Um, you know, but but right now it might be Alabama based it's, on their okay. success. Uh, all right. You know. Should Alabama not? But they're be, on the short list. Should they not be able to afford to build a new arena, Kevin? <laughs> oh. <laughs> You went, you went around the, you went around the world to, uh, well, to come I mean, back I home. I argue with a guy last night. I'm like, guys, Ole Miss built a new arena. You can't tell me Alabama. Now I know costs have gone up. I get it. I get it. But Alabama should be able to build an arena, shouldn't they, Kevin? We shouldn't be talking about money here, should we? I, I, I don't believe. And correct me if I'm wrong. And Greg Byrne probably will. I don't believe I've heard him say. They couldn't afford something that football wanted. That they couldn't afford something that Nick Saban wanted. I don't believe I've heard that. Okay. Uh, so, so or from any previous AD. So, which suggests to me that if they really wanted to do it for basketball, they could find a way. And now, look, if you're never going to be hotter than you are right now. You are, if you're Alabama basketball, you are a national name. You are being talked about on every on ESPN, on every college basketball show, every college basketball writer, Mike DeCourcy, uh, Gary Parrish, uh, though Gary's more of a radio and TV guy now than a writer, but he does still write for CBSSports.com. You know all the all the uh, all the national basketball guys. Uh, they're talking about you know Jay Billis is talking about Alabama. Seth Greenberg. You know you're never going to be hotter than you are right now. So in terms of having contributions or, or getting contributions from your fan base, from your supporters, strike while the iron's hot, right? Yeah. How many people would be willing to contribute to a new arena? A, because of what Alabama is doing, and this is now, this, is, this isn't just one year. I mean, they've been, he, he's raised the level. Nate has raised the level there going back to two years ago when they won SEC regular season and, and uh, tournament championships. He's raised the level. And he's taking it to another level so far this year with the potential to do something really special if they can keep playing this way. So this, again, great opportunity to not only capitalize on that, but you don't ever do this for one person. But if, you know, the Nate Oates, if you want Nate Oates to be your coach long term, 
these are the kind of things you might want to think about doing. Yeah, I would I would say Nate Oates has a lot of power right now here at Alabama, don't you think, Kevin? Oh, oh, <laughs> well, you've got a you've got a you just mentioned a school that is coming into the SEC that has, if not unlimited resources, that they're pretty close. Yeah, that happens to have an opening for head for the head men's basketball coach at the end of the season, right? Yeah, Texas. Yeah. The Texas job is open. Yeah. We don't know who else is going to come open, but we know the Texas job is open. And Texas already has a guy who worked at Alabama, head, you know, coaching their football program. And imagine when when you can hire a guy. I mean, Nate Oates could be. At, let's be honest. If they get to the Final Four, Nate Oates could be the hottest coach in the in the country. He may be right now, but certainly when the season ends, when the coaching carousel really kicks in. There may be no more popular or uh, no more popular target for pro- for major programs looking for a coach than Nate Oates. So yes, he's a, he's in a position of power right now. Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. All right, Kevin, tell everybody about uh, uh, Coach Safely and your writings where they can get all your great information. Yes, uh, if, you know you coach kids fourteen and under in this state. It's a law that you be trained in injury recognition and prevention. You can get that training. Take the Coach Safely training course. It's available at no charge to coaches in the state of Alabama. Go to coachsafely.org. It only takes about an hour or so. You get a good baseline of knowledge about concussions, sudden cardiac arrest, heat-related illnesses, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Nine different subjects, 11 video modules, uh, very easy to take, valuable knowledge you'll get. And parents can take the course themselves, and they can give themselves that knowledge you know, when those kids play at your house, if you're the house where all the kids gather and they're playing basketball in the driveway, they're playing tag or tackle football in the backyard, whatever they're doing, uh, what if something happens? Do you know what to do? You will if you take this course. Go to CoachSafely.org for that. And then you can, of course, follow my writing at The Lead, a new online subscription publication put out by the Alabama Media Group. It's a seven-day newspaper delivered to your inbox. I write twice a week on Sundays and Thursdays. So check that out. I would appreciate it if you did. All right. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you, guys. Have a great week. All right, Dad. Tell them about Constant Companion before we get to break here. Well, Constant Companion is, I think, an outstanding um, hospital that will help you in every way if you take your animal by there. Sometimes we've got new animals and not sure what to do with them. I, I, I was one. I've got a different one. You can call them at 635-0313. They're on uh, Highway 280. And they're really, really good. Dr. Foster's a smart guy, and they understand uh, the caring of animals. So, 635-0313. Joe, do you know that he went on a trip yesterday up to North Alabama and took his dog with him? I, I asked, I talked to a gentleman last night that was up there with him, said the dog was a big hit. I asked him, was he carrying that dog in a purse? You know how you, the people, when you're in Hollywood, you carry your dog in a purse? Certainly, Samantha's not riding that purse. I don't think Samantha's no. a purse. You have a little purse. She had no purse. No leash. Purse. If you're carrying your dog in a purse, Joe, do you have to turn in your man card? I don't have a purse. I didn't carry no Joe, purse. She's on a leash. That's man card. Pretend. If you stand okay. in line for six hours to see a punch bowl. <laughs> that's different. It's that's royal punch bowl. Royal punch That's still man card, right? Oh, Alabama, Alabama won. Www.alabama1.org. 
for all their different products and service. You want a vehicle loan, you want a mortgage, you want a credit card. The people at Alabama One will make it happen for you. They'll find the best deal possible. www.alabamaone.org. We want to thank Pressure Teacher Pine from Great Southern. They made the 7 o'clock hour possible. So if you want to build it, build it right. Go to yellowwood.com for the dealer that is closest to you. All right, phone lines will be up in 205-342-9904. Who you want, Joe? Who you want? You want Cliff Kingsbury? I got somebody text saying they want him. All the single ladies in town would like Cliff Kingsbury to That'd come. That'd be a huge problem. Yeah. You're listening to Ty 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. You're going to want this back. You're going to wish these days hadn't gone by so fast. These are some good Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on Lurleen northbound near 10th Street in Northport with significant delays. Stop and go traffic on McFarland through Northport in the construction zone. US 43 backed up southbound at McFarland. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to Townsend Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Introducing Total by Verizon. For a limited time, get the Samsung Galaxy A13 for $99.88 at Walmart. 5G based on those first Place rankings and new metrics 1H 2022 assessments of 125. Traffic on through Northport in the construction zone. US 43 backed up southbound at McFarland. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to Townsend Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Football is back, and no one does it better than the sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. This season, you can watch the games with nothing on the line. Boring. Or Midnight winds could gust to 40 miles per hour at times, the low at 44. Tomorrow, rain ending early in the day, the high 56. I'm James Spam on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 31 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Uptown Square Media Station. WTUG HD2 Northport. W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Andrew Knifer. Andrew's my agent. Let Andrew become yours out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Northport. Andrew takes great care of me. Home, life, I know. I got them all with Andrew. Let him do the same for you. Don't just pay the bill. Know what you're paying. 205-722-9201. Had the backing of the national Allstate and the local guys with Andrew and his staff. All right, uh, guys, help me here. Uh, so Nick Saban, let, let's just say I'm completely wrong, which happens a lot. And he does want to hire Jeremy Pruitt. What steps does he take, Dad and Joe, to find out if he's hireable? Does he go to his compliance office and say, hey, call the compliance office at Tennessee, find out how far 
They are away uh, from the conclusion. Find out all everything you know about the situation. Does he rely on Tennessee? Does he have his compliance people just call the NCAA directly and say, where is the investigation with it? What do you guys have? Can you send us everything? I don't know if that's private information or not. Or does he rely on the SEC office? Or does he rely on all three, Dad, to try to get him the facts as to where everything is before he decides whether he can pull the trigger on this guy or not? Well, the first call is to the commissioner. Okay. Uh, commissioner would know uh, as quickly as anybody whether he was going to have a uh, um, three-year probation on recruiting. Show calls, yeah. Yeah, show calls. So uh, he, he would call the commissioner. Uh, there's not really, you know, the NCAA is so confusing that they're not over football, but they are over football. <laughs> so uh, my phone call would be to the commissioner and, and ask him, if he could find out on behalf of himself, on behalf of Nick, that that um, you know what, what's going to be the situation with him, and then go from there. I, that I think that's the phone call, and whatever answer he gives you, that you go from there. That's what I would do. Joe, uh, what if the commit? Should the commissioner? This is an opinion here. Uh, should the commissioner give his true feelings about whether he thinks Nick? Sa- I think he let Nick Saban kind of do what he wants, but should he give his feelings saying, uh, Nick, I just think it's too soon. We need to wait till this thing uh, comes out. There's some there's some bad stuff there. Should he just say, all right, we'll get you all the facts, and then you can make the decision there. What, what, what should the commissioner do in a situation like this? What he should do is give him all the facts and let him make the choice on his own, but I think that uh, in – I, I think when you look back to the Hugh Freeze situations, when he wanted to hire Hugh Freeze and the commissioner kind of, oh, I don't think you should be doing that. I, I, I think Greg Sankey will give him a, give him his opinion as well as the facts. Dad, same question to you. Should he interject his feelings of how it looks for the conference if we hire a guy who's uh, still got penalties coming down? It's a bad look. Should he should he discourage it? Uh, should he say, hey, let me get you the facts, and you can decide how should Sankey handle this thing? I don't know. I, I think I think Nick Saban will, uh, for one time, or not many times, will visit with his athletic director about it. I think it'll be a situation where he does that. The athletic director is in tune with the athletic director at, at Tennessee, if you won't go that direction, which I don't think that's a great great direction to go, but I think I think you you visit the athletic director because the athletic director um, may may not want that to happen, and I guess he. I, I think so. I, I think it would be athletic director, your commissioner, and then go go from there. That's all I can, all you can say. The the uh, the penalties for for uh, Pruitt is a committee. If if there is a committee that is over the NCAA, if, over college football, which I don't I don't know whether there is or isn't, I'm confused on it. Uh, but somebody that makes a gives a show calls reason, I I I, I go to those two. I, I get I, I get I get cleared. In this particular case, it was so bad from what I can gather, and that's talk behind the scenes that that I would go to my athletic director first. Uh, and then after that, and, and if he got your blessing of the athletic director, then I'd go to the commissioner. Would right. you ever, would, would there be any call guys made to anybody at Tennessee? Because they're probably, 
going to bury the guy if you call up there. They don't, they don't want the guy. I don't think I mean, he would call you, Tennessee. No, I don't, I don't think. I mean, he, whatever you can find out, you find out on Sly. You find out behind the scenes. Some of that's true. Some of it's not. But I, I don't. I don't know that. I think if you do that, you do it professionally. You have AD call AD. That's what I, that, that my opinion. That's what, if you go to Tennessee, you go with AD to AD. And you also, I think this particular case, you also go to Dr. Bell, uh, who's the president of the University of Alabama, uh, with with your athletic director a little bit. Uh, that I don't know that that's going to make a decision, but uh, there's a conversation there. There's always a conversation that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be dead in writing, but there's there's always a conversation about something this big. Yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, we'll we'll see where it ends up. Um, and I don't know. That's what coaches do, and he may there may be like no way that can even uh, be higher. He's not hireable. Uh, maybe we'll catch. What other offensive? What other off? And I'm not going to hire. But what other offensive staff does he have? That helps with the play calling and helps with the, the offense. Who, who else is there? Joe, who's on the offensive staff at Alabama? Well, the the probably next biggest tenured guy, Holman Wiggins for the wide receivers. Uh, you have Holman Wiggins for the wide receivers. Oh, Eric Wolford for the for the uh, offensive line. Joe Cox for the tight ends. Your quarterbacks coach is now vacant. Uh, Robert Gillespie for the running backs. Is that everybody? I think that's everybody. Would it? Would it? Is it been said by Joe by people that know more than I, certainly more than I do that the offensive line this year, which certainly is very very important to go on any kind of offense, is that was that good? Was that mediocre? Was that disappointing? Or was it uh, really very good? Coach, I think the most of the perception was the offensive line was a little better, but still not quite better good, good enough. Okay. Yeah, I think it's maybe the style of offense that they they run there. You know, I think when Bryce can change the the play at the line of scrimmage, it's a run pass there, so they don't know whether the pass block run. But I don't know. I just don't think they had a great running back. He, it, I hear Wolford's really a tough guy, uh, and he can get the most out of him. They say he's recruiting much bigger guys now. Is that right, Joe? He, he wants. Big old guys that can maul guys on the offensive line. So. Uh, yeah, absolutely. He's gotten gotten a lot more physical in the in the last year. I, I think he, we, when you get to the second year of him, of him working with these guys, you'll see an even greater improvement. All right, we'll take a break here. We'll get uh, I mean the Bill Cameron in. Uh, tell Joe to call back. I, I want to talk to Joe. Two minutes. No, 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 it's Tuesday, brother. We don't have Wednesday. Bill Cameron. Oh, it's Tuesday. We don't have anybody else today. Correct. No. Joe's up next. I'm getting old. That's all, all right. right. All right, we'll get Joe in now. Good morning, Joe. How you doing, buddy? I'm sorry. Hey, hey, coaches. That's okay, Barry. I know I asked tough questions. And no, y'all don't like to was, have to when answer. you called in, it was eight twelve, and normally have eight fifteen guests. I, but I, I made them my first mistake of the day. Okay. So. All right. I'm talking to two former SEC basketball coaches. Now, Wimp, I want you to answer the question. The way I'm asking it, or don't answer it at all. <laughs> God, okay. Is there a better coach, guys, who adjusts to his talent, lack of talent, and uses it to the best of anybody you've seen than Bruce Pearl? Yeah. Is there a better coach? And if there is, wait a minute, and if there is, please tell me that coach. 
In the SEC well, I, or the country, you saying, Joe? Hey, we'll go either way. I know there's not in the SEC, so we'll go. Country. I think I think you know you know me. I don't compare him. I think Bruce Pearl's really good. I don't. I I, I couldn't compare him to other coaches that I went against. I, I you know Tex Winter was a great coach. Dean Smith was a great coach. Uh, you know we played against a lot of. Well, I I would say that Bruce Pearl does a good job because he's so good with him defensively, and uh, he is able to he's able to attract attention. He meant Tennessee. Now he had a, he he's had a had a break there because the arena was where you could you could get people in there and have a home court advantage. But I would say defensively, you know, he he does a good job, and he he. Uh, uh, you you you're not going to answer this right because you're going to avoid you're going to avoid it. But they they're um, the people that he got at Tennessee. Uh, he probably did more for them than the than the average person and the average coach in the league. I'm not saying that. Not, so you can't say to me, I'm not saying that everybody didn't do something. And now at Tennessee oh, yeah. at, at Auburn, he's getting. Better players, I think, because he goes in the state of Georgia, and Georgia can't recruit. And he goes in yeah. there in there early, and he gets and he gets good play. But I think he's very good. I, I don't have any. I don't. As far as comparing him to other coaches, I'd have to think about it. But I think he's good. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I and especially on inbounds plays. Well, yeah, he uh, he's the best. At, I can tell you that now. He, he's the best at that. Now, what he does is. Or used to do. I hadn't studied him this year. Put the tallest guys got on the ball, and they switch every screen. It's absolutely impossible to get the ball in bounds on them. They get. I've seen. I've seen. I saw him play twice long before you guys were born, and uh, he defended the guy out of bounds with two people. <laughs> Bruce Pearl hadn't been coaching yeah. that long. What are you talking about before we were even born? Well, he, he defended in that particular game. He defended him with that particular game with two people. I would say, Joe, <laughs> uh, in the conference preparation for a game, he's good. I also would say Buzz Williams is very good at taking away your strengths. Uh, and we'll see where he goes with it. I know they got beat at Kentucky, but they they play at a, at a slower pace, and they can seem to take away your strengths uh, there. So I think two of the, those two guys do a pretty good job with that. Yeah, but I don't like the way I don't like the way Buzz plays at slow pace. It reminds me of Dean Smith, yeah. yeah. Connor stuff. You know, yeah. Yeah. he's really just holding the ball to keep you from scoring. That's what it amounts to. Yeah, the way they do that. Pearl doesn't do that. Pearl yeah. plays you. He'll play you. He'll play you fast. He'll play you slow. He'll play you any way you want to play. That's what I like about him. How about Rick Barnes? Where does he factor in, Jeff? He's close, but I mean, look. Did y'all see the game Saturday? Tennessee is going to go as far as James takes them. They are a different team with him. Yeah. He stays hurt a lot, but they are a different team with him. And if he can stay healthy, of course, all of us got to say that, if we can stay healthy. But uh, they're, they're a different team. They really are. And, and uh, you know. Well, you're going to have a league this year with, with high numbers for the people at the top, you know, the. Alabama may go 18, 17 wins. Tennessee will go 
they play each other, they'll go 15, 16 uh, wins. You, you have a high number against with two or three of these teams in the league because you're going to have such low numbers with the bottom teams in the league this year. Yeah. Joe, so you got five. We've only, got, we've only got three teams. Joe. We've only got three teams in the top 20. All right, all right Joe. When the NCAA pairings come out, is there a style of play or a particular type of team that you don't, if you're Alabama, that you don't want to see? Or can this team play any style? Is there a team that I want us to not draw? Is that well, what yeah, yeah, like me? you don't like, for instance, I keep talking about, like last year, Auburn drew Miami with four guards. Well, they pull those right. Kessler and those guys out on the perimeter to try to defend them. They just went right by them. So there, that was a bad matchup for Auburn. Is there, is there a style of play that you don't want to see if you're in Nate Oates in Alabama? Or do they have enough athleticism to really play any, any style of play uh, with this team? I believe they can, Barry, because they're so deep. Yeah. I, I think will, that's I the difference. I don't compare teams, but I, I will say to you that it, it, for the Miami-Auburn game, if Auburn had really worked and had a good zone defense, they wouldn't have had that matchup problem against Miami. Yeah, you're right. And they also had a problem with two players, which ain't no need in talking about that because we had the same problem last year. So it's team chemistry. Alabama's loaded. They, they gone. I, I wouldn't want to yeah. see a, a a team like UCLA that really, really Joe defends you at every position where you have a hard time scoring. Yep. You know, some. There's Barry, some I had a. Uh, I had a high school coach ask me last night at the Northside Sullivan game. Who's the last team you want to play? I said UCLA. Yeah, yeah, because they take on their coach's personality, which is a tough, and they defend. I wouldn't and, want to play Connecticut again, although they're not playing uh, very well right now. Well, you they can take away your threes and they can defend you. Uh, you know, so then you, you got to rely on your defense. So you know. Some teams want to play good defense. They just can't. But uh, UCLA is committed to it. So, anyway, interesting to see. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, Who would you got tonight, Barry? Uh, we go over to uh, Bibb County tonight. Now, you've already split with them already this year, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, we'll Barry, see. you're doing a good job. I, uh, your defense, of course, you know, it is what it is. Coaching basketball, Dad, can tell you this. Um, like for Mississippi State, they can defend, they can rebound, but coaching is very hard when you can't shoot and you can't score. It is. It, it makes it, it hard uh, to stay it in is. game. So thank you, Joe. Thank you. Thank you, all. All right. Uh, two men in a truck down at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. It's local, out of town, out of state. They got you. Let the professionals handle it. 205-247-5050. That is two men in a truck. Movers who care. Just a tie one. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Live from the Town Square Media Newsroom. Good morning. My name's Mary Kay. And the writing was on the wall for a long time, and now the news is official. The New England Patriots are bringing Alabama's offensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien, back to the NFL. He's returning to work with Belichick as the new offensive coordinator and to work with quarterback Matt Jones to revamp the offense. And exciting news for the Alabama men's basketball team. They have been ranked 
by the Associated Press poll as the number two team in the country. They take on Mississippi State Wednesday night. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on Lurleen northbound near 10th Street and Northport with significant delays. Stop and go traffic on McFarland through Northport in the construction zone. US 43 backed up southbound at McFarland. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to Townsend Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. At the Home Depot, you can find appliances for your kitchen and laundry, all with the latest technologies. Find savings when you shop online and on the Home Depot app. The Home Depot. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partially sunny today, the high 55. Cloudy and becoming very windy tonight. Rain moves in after midnight. Winds could gust to 40 miles per hour at times, the low at 44. Tomorrow, rain ending early in the day, the high 56. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 33 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the locker room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama. Alabama Sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Wayne's Pest Control, serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Those good folks at Wayne's make sure you're home protected from those unwanted pests. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Give them a call today, 866-WAYNES-1, 866-WAYNES-1 for $60 off your initial Pest control service. All right, uh, Joe, how does that work? Adam Schefter, you know, everybody's been knowing that Bill O'Brien was going to leave, but he he breaks it. Uh, does the NFL give it to him? And why are you breaking it at 6.50-something in the morning here? How does that work, uh, Dad Joe? Or they give it to him. Bill, Bill Belichick gives it to him, the media relations person. Uh, for the Patriots, give it to him. How does that work? No, it was it was done yesterday, or the day before. They just now announcing. I don't know how it's done, but that, you know, it, it wasn't just done this morning when they announced. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like here locally, Cecil hurt. If he said it, you know, it was true. They trusted Cecil. They'd say, "Hey, this is what's going to happen. This is where we're going to put it out." Uh, in the NFL, it's Adam. Uh, I don't know, Joe. Maybe you could become the guy that. I have no interest in that. Oh, None. The, the oh breaking my. story. God. Adam Schefter doesn't have a life. Yeah. Adam Schefter has has never met his wife or his kids in ever. 
no, I mean, how it happens is exactly what you said, exactly what Coach said. It probably happened yesterday. Uh, it, probably happened, it probably got the final decision about 5 or 6, 8, 7 o'clock last night. And I bet you, uh, I, bet, I bet you Schefter got a text last night late and said, hey, this is coming out tomorrow, let you know. And and he he put it on his scheduled tweets and he it, it probably tweeted off while he was waking up. <laughs> so you can do that. You can schedule a tweet out and say, "Have it." Here's the tweet I want. Have it pop at six o'clock. I mean, he tweets every day at five forty-five. Uh, every single day. I, 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 I've got his alerts on. I've got his and several other uh, reporters' alerts on. And so when they tweet, boom, comes straight to my phone. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, so we'll see where where Coach goes with it. When does spring practice start, Joe? Do we know? Do we have a date? Yeah, I think they have an eight-day game date. Uh, Doug, because I would think you got to get these. That's why I just don't. Coach Saban has got to get these guys in. Then they got to start having all these meetings, and they got to learn the players, and they got to teach them the Alabama way and the system. There ain't no time for Lake Burton, is there? If you're Coach, you get, he's trying to hire a staff now. There's, there's never any downtime for these guys much when you're changing coaches like this. A-Day is April 22nd. So when will practice start approximately? I'm guessing about four four to six weeks before that, so it's the uh, March 19th, March 20th. Does Coach already have his little break time built in down? You know, he I guess. Away? Yeah, he'll, he'll go down to Florida and play some golf and he gets this thing straight. You know, the, the interesting thing is there are offensive people that are left. There are defensive people that are left, defensive coaches. Uh, these four or five coaches, all the coaches up in the up in the room there that are making thirty thousand dollars a year, they come down to the offensive and defensive meetings. Um, you know, you never get complete, uh, complete. Uh, you, you never get comfortable. With whoever they hire, there's always somebody there that doesn't say they don't say it in front of anybody. But to go back to their wife and say, "Boy, they surprised me. He hired so and so." That's a I, I couldn't believe that. But you know that that kind of thing just can't. It just that's just the way people are. That's the way you know. When I was coaching, I I wanted to have a staff that that got along with each other. That you know had had a good time with each other and, and enjoyed each other. Most of the time I did. And one year I didn't. And so it it, it it's it's so many people affected that are also. They're offensive people. They think they 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 have a, a idea as to whether the offense is run right or wrong. They put they threw their two cents in there. And uh, there's Derek Dooley, as somebody's mentioned, and other offensive people down there. On the defensive side, shoot, there's the defense coordinator at at uh, Florida and Georgia that worked for what's the name? He got fired. Um, you know, he he he's there. And uh, not wasn't liked by um, former coach at Florida, and so you know he was at Georgia. Went with him. It's just it's just personalities there that all got to fit in. And you know, uh, if I'm the running back coach, am I going to have the new coach and his wife over to eat eat uh, dinner that night? The minute he gets there, it's it's it, the radio talks easy, but all that kind of stuff affects the, your working relationship on the field and uh you know it, it it just does yeah um it just i know coach has he he has things scheduled you know he knows what he's going to be doing he, he, the guy's got a 
the same schedule pretty much uh, yeah. every year. He knows exactly when he's going to He's going to eat little Debbie's. He knows exactly what he's going to eat. He knows exactly what's going to be on the wet. At some point, Joe, isn't that boring? Like, oh, do something yes. different. Got to be, but he's he's mastered the discipline, and he enjoys the discipline of of that lifestyle. Yeah. Barry, Coach just let something on. He had a great staff most of his years. Why was the one year, well, the couple years that you were on staff, uh, y'all didn't get along? Dad and I? Well, he, he said that he had a couple staffs that didn't get along. I'm only assuming it was the years that you were wow. you were a part of. It. <laughs> no, I had, I had a staff. I had a staff member. I had a staff member that 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 got a player from me, bought a player for me, bought a player not for, for me, but gave, but gave. Ding ding ding. Well, it wasn't anything big, but he got a player down there, which was, and and then he he came in and said to me that he he thought one of our players. Who was a sophomore or go pro, uh, and come to find out he was he was going to get money from the agent. So eighty eight and out the gate. Yeah, there's. Uh, I talk <laughs> to people all the time, and some people are on staffs that, that they don't get along with one another. They, yeah. they just come from different backgrounds. Oh, it's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, 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 it's especially in football, Joe. You got so many got up those guys up there in those. In those I didn't mean to butt in on Barry. Those guys up there in those offices, they're in the reason. There's a reason they're in those offices. They're trying to get a job somewhere. And in the past, they've gotten jobs from that office. They've gotten jobs out from Nick Saban, and it's a it's a bugaboo of relationships and all. It, Has it, Nick Saban had so much staff turnover that there's not a lot of guys left for him to hire? Ever think about that? Like, you know, he's already been down this road. He's hired this guy. He's hired that guy. Eventually, now Kirby's got his stronghold on the people that he wants over there. He's taking a lot of Nick's people over there. He needs to just go back to all these staffs where people have taken from his staffs, and he's I'm taking one back from you and one back from you and one back from you and rebuild, you know, revamp his staff in that way. Does he look at it, Dad, and say, all right, when were we the best here? When did I – all right, who was working here? All right. Could that guy come back? Uh, is bringing people back, is that if they've been here, the ship sailed, they moved on? He's done it before. Do you bring people back? Like a Scott Cochran, for instance, he he looks at that and says, you know what, when this guy was here, he had his flaws. Uh, he had some personal issues. But, uh, but our guys really love this guy. He brought energy. We're lacking energy. So I need a guy that's going to bring it. So if I can't get Scott, I got to go find a guy just like him. Does he look back as to what was successful when he was here and try to go rehire either that person or somebody that was like that person? I don't know. Probably. You, you have you have you have two you have two teams in the West who are going to be better. The rest of them are going to be worse. The two best the two teams that are going to be better. Or LSU are going to continue to be pretty good in Auburn. Auburn's not going to get there in one year of recruiting, but they're going to be better. They go, they're moving towards getting back to like they've used to be somewhat. So the West is is Arkansas is not going to be any better. Ole Miss is not going to be any better. Mississippi State's not going to be any better. They're not going to be any better. LSU might. Uh, Auburn might. And then you go to the but when you flip to the East. Uh, Georgia's going to be good, better, no, good. 
Tennessee good. Um, and I don't know who else. Kentucky not as good probably. So you got two over there. I, it's it, it, the whole. Well, I, it, and I say all that to say is Alabama going to be just the king of the fourteen, and then you got Texas. And the rumor came out, and I didn't announce it this morning that. If Texas and Oklahoma go ahead and come on in, they could save a lot of money. So I don't think going to come in this year or not. They may be. I know Sankey's is leaving it up to the Big Twelve. They're not pushing to do it, but if they let them out, then they're going to bring them in. Do you sometimes? Do, do you think Coach looks at uh, the two coordinators he lost, and does he did he like what they were doing, or do you think he goes and tries? to hire opposite of what they were. Sometimes when you fire, you hire opposite. I didn't say he fired. He didn't fire. But like when you got rid of Anthony Grant, you went and hired opposite of him. You went and hired a people person like Avery Johnson is going to be out talking to everybody, meeting, speaking. Anthony didn't want to do anything. And then when you got rid of Anthony, you went and got a guy that's going to fire threes, not play. So you went exact opposite of what you got rid of. I don't know. He, well, you, you hire you hire the head coach because he watched him when he was in Arizona, as the AD told me that, and watched him play out there, beat somebody, beat Arizona, I think, out there. So that that was one of the reasons he had his name on him. But uh, I, I, you know, you've got a you've got a guy now that's been the head. He's been the defense coordinator at Georgia and defense coordinator at Florida. And he's up there at office at that office making thirty thousand a year. Is he? And he, but he has. He's a guy that did, did for whatever. I don't know. He did How about Ty Grantham? Yeah, I don't know what to say about. You know, uh, coach may coach may sit down and, and I, I, you know, I don't know what does, that it, does it hurt those guys, Dad and Joe, if they come here like Ty Grantham and even Derek Dooley. And then Nick Saban, they have a spot open, and Nick Saban doesn't hire them. The people say it doesn't, well, it doesn't help them. The people not say, well, if he was that good, yeah. he at least gave him a position. Don't they have, they have Stoops' brother? Don't they have Stoops' brother there? In Is he the, still here, John? Is Stoops' brother still here? I don't know. No idea. I don't think it helps these guys when they come and then they have positions open or and coach don't hire them. He never hired the guy that's at Arkansas State. He had so many spots open. Oh, he, he ended up making him. He was running backs coach for a little bit. I thought he was assistant to the head coach, but wasn't an actual coach on the field. I think his last year he got on the field as running backs coach, but for a while you're right. For a while he was just like special assistant. Uh, yeah, a bunch of titles. Well, Joe, Joe, tell me this: how good is how good is the Franklin kid from Tennessee? Who? Uh, not Franklin, uh, the quarterback from Tennessee. I'm uh, sorry, Simpson. Simpson, I mean, I'm sorry. My buddy that knows football is a football coach. He told me if Bill O'Brien was here, that Ty Simpson was going to be the co- the quarterback. That that's who he really liked, Ty Simpson, and that okay. the way he could throw the ball. So, okay. uh, so now Bill O'Brien's gone. So the next guy's got to come in. And he's got to learn. All right, Dad, let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. We'll get to break. We'll get to Scooter when we get back from break. Prince Glover and Hayes, 345-1234, outstanding attorneys who had Bob on our show recently. His daughter is involved uh, with some things that we we talked about, and he's been very successful. Their whole firm has. Uh, they'll visit with you on the telephone and make a decision as to whether you should go further with it. And if you need to go further with it, then you do so. And they're, they're good people. 
And I think that you find you listen to the interview, and I think that you'll know that we advertise for people that uh, are good people. So three four five one two three four Prince Clever and Hayes. PrinceLaw.net is the website. If they don't win, you don't pay. You listen to Tyler 100.9 is the home of Alabama Sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on Lurleen northbound near 10th Street and Northport with significant delays. Stop and go traffic on McFarland through Northport in the construction zone. US 43 backed up southbound at McFarland. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to Townsend Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Did you know you can get your prescriptions for less at your local pharmacy? You can with GoodRx. It's the free app that can save you money on your medications. Just search for your prescription, choose the pharmacy, and the coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partially sunny today, the high 55. Cloudy and becoming very windy tonight. Rain moves in after midnight. Winds could gust to 40 miles per hour at times, the low at 44. Tomorrow, rain ending early in the day, the high 56. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 35 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Catch every game and every moment right here. This is your home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. I was toting my pack along the dusty Winnemucca Road When along came a semi with a high-end canvas-covered load If you're going to Winnemucca Mac with me, you can ride and so I climbed into the cab, and then I settled down inside. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Get to the Alabama One hotline. Go to www.alabama1.org. Get Scooter into the show. Good morning, Scooter. Morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. How you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm, I'm all right. How y'all doing today? We're good. We're good. good. What you got, my man? All right, man. I was calling because um, I'm, I, I was wondering, can we officially say that Nate Oates has kind of changed the culture of basketball in Tuscaloosa now. I don't know if you all get a chance to see a lot of high school games, but lately the gyms are packed, and I kind of feel like it got a lot to do with what's going on on campus. Uh, Green County and Aliceville, and they were turning people away. Uh, I coach yeah. here locally. Aliceville came. They took over our gym. So I – I don't know, but I hadn't thought about that. But I do think the I know Bryant and Northridge play tonight. I'm sure I, I call them uh, Scooter. I call them fire marshal games where they got to call the fire marshal. They can't <laughs> let them. I like fire marshal yeah. games, and it seems to be happening a lot in this community right now. So maybe you're right. Basketball's becoming yeah, important. It, and the main reason why I kind of notice is like I do I do a little filming. Yeah, and it's kind of hard for me to even film when I'm there. Yeah, on the sidelines, and then then another, my other question is, um, I, I I watch a lot of basketball, but I wasn't too I was familiar with Nate Oates 
but he's still a young coach. Do you think what he's doing here is sustainable? Dad, is it sustainable? As long as he, as long as he has, you have to understand something behind the scenes. The NIL money is huge. Uh huh. And he, they they are able to get more than old misses for before basketball. And he, if he if he can continue to keep the NIL money the way he wants it, then yes, it's sustainable. Uh, Scooter, um, even before the NIL money. I don't know what they do. They close on recruits, and they're going national. You know, they go and get uh, a, kid, a local kid, Mark Sears, that was at um, at where was Mark Sears? Ohio, Ohio University. Yeah, but but, you, but yeah. you go up to you go up to Nashville, and you get a McDonald's All American and Brandon Miller. Uh, they get mm-hmm. Betty Aka. They're they're going national. A lot of these guys, Jaden Bradley's not from here. He was down at IMG. Those guys. Are closing and recruiting. So when they get close and they get the guys that they want, they continue to do that. Now they're going to lose Miller and Clowney this year uh, because they're actually, I don't want to say the word too good, but they're just not coming back to college. Uh, So can you, that's going to be hard to replace. I mean, you just can't go get a Clowney and a Miller every year. So we'll see. They are special. Miller, Miller, definitely, he's something special. Yeah, man, I, I appreciate y'all having me. It's my first time over on a radio station, man. I appreciate y'all. Having Thanks for calling. Thank you bring Thank up you. a good point. Uh, these high school gyms, Joe. Got to get. We got to get your crew out to start covering some high school hoops in this city. Uh, these gyms are packed right now. Uh, you know, we had a pretty good crowd the other night. Had a buzzer beater there on senior night. I saw and, that buzzer yeah. beater. Uh, you, you you coached him up how to shoot how to shoot oh, that yeah. shot right. Oh yeah. I said, hey, you're going to trail. The guy's going to forget about you. They're going to just kick it to him and make the shot. It's pretty easy. It's pretty easy stuff to do there. Jim went crazy. It looked awesome. Yeah. Well, it was senior night, uh, and a senior passed it to a senior who uh, hit the three. So uh, pretty good stuff there. All right. Uh, Dad, tell them about Constant Companion before we get to break. We still take another phone call or two at 205-342-9904. Constant Companion is located on, on – uh at the Narrows Drive, right off of 280, it's easy to get to. Six three five zero three one three. If you have a new animal, already with you or not, uh, another animal that uh, you just gotten or or want to change vets, I think that you'll find that Doctor Foster and them do a great job. They got a new place out there, and um, my little dog is terrific. So uh, they've done a good job with her. Six three five zero three. All right, so you hear Gary and I talk about this each and every day in his first in Maine condos down in the historic district of downtown Norport, which is absolutely an outstanding location. You're close to shops, places to eat. You're close to downtown. Tuscaloosa, literally two minutes from downtown, five minutes from the University of Alabama. These condos are three-bedroom, three-and-a-half bath, and washer and dryer comes with it. Uh, direct TV and internet come with it. Ten foot ceilings, which are very nice. Large patios with upper level river views. You can sit there on the patio, Joe, and listen to Tide 100.9. Easy access to the Riverwalk gated property with security cameras. Give them a call today. Go out and see it. If you decide to rent one, if you tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room with the Gary Harris Show, one month to free rent. 205-657-7465 or go to firstdomaincondos.com. This is Ty 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. 
at Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's daily update on Bama sports, and it's brought to you by Dex Imaging, the official copier and printer provider for Alabama athletics. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Alabama men's basketball is now ranked second in Monday's Associated Press Top 25 poll. The ranking for Alabama at number two is Alabama's highest ranking in over 20 years, dating back to the 2002-2003 season. Head coach Nate Oates met with the media after the win on Saturday against Missouri. Yeah, it was a big road win. I thought our defense won us this one. Then we didn't turn the ball. You know, we, we big point of emphasis was not turning the ball over, not getting beat on blowbys. I thought we we weren't as good at that. And then uh, we really wanted to beat them up on the glass, and we weren't as good at that, to be honest with you, either, especially in the second half. I mean, they, they had a bunch of offensive rebounds in the second half. But, you know, they, they we were fortunate they missed – a lot of shots. I mean, they, they've got some decent shooters. They went three at 28. So they, they, you know, I thought we did make them take a lot of tough ones, especially early in the game, kind of wore them out. I mean, they're used to playing fast, but tough road win, though. I think our guys are pretty resilient, showing some character on the road. I'll have more in a moment. There is no substitute for hard work. Just ask the Crimson Tide. At Dex Imaging, they know the meaning of hard work, too. You don't become the best in the office equipment business without it. If you need a copier and printer company that understands hard work, quality, dependability, and customer service, then give Dex Imaging a call or go to DexImaging.com. Dex Imaging, the official copier and printer provider of Alabama Athletics. If you missed last night's edition of Hey Coach, presented by Alpha Insurance, you can catch it on demand on the Alabama Insider Podcast, available wherever you receive your podcast. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Dex Imaging. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. In a collision, easy decision. Make one call to one name. Mesreno, 206-6300. No representation between the quality of legal services to be performed. It's greater than quality of legal services performed. There is a group of coaches that uh, would not be comfortable coming to Alabama and coaching offense. They just they don't, they just wouldn't be comfortable because they wouldn't. And the in the on the defensive side, whether people liked it or not, Nick Saban oversaw the defense. He's a defensive coach. He's a defensive backfield coach. Um, some wouldn't like that. But some would not would be comfortable with the offensive guy because they, they they're just not sure what they're not sure about it. They're not, they they you know they they've got a good job. They love to come because of the prestige of coaching at Alabama, but they're not sure about it, and that eliminates several coaches that we don't even know about. I think, don't you? Yeah, I, do you think? Do you think those guys that he's considering a call? Uh, I, I don't think. People contact him. I mean, I think no, they try to, they but he already knows the three or four people he wants to talk to. Uh, do those guys call Lane Kiffin? Do they call Sart? Do they call Dayball? Do yeah, they call? They know they do. Say, they know they do. Say, yeah. all right. Now I've heard stories. Just tell me how is it? Like, do you yeah, really right. get to run your offense? Is Coach going to micromanage me? What if? Hey, I got two kids. If they're playing. 
uh, a youth basketball game? Can I go watch them? I mean, some of the things that you want to know, uh, some guys don't care, but do they call those guys that were here before? Say, hey, I got a good situation. Obviously, I'd love to work for Nick Saban. If they get down in contention or in, and they feel like they're in the last three, or if there's two or three, he's considered, be darn sure you're right, they do. do they, I mean, behind, but what I've said to you, Y'all about the stuff about the wives and about the other coaches there is huge. Nobody listens to that, but it is huge as far as getting a right guy in there. Do they ask about the money? Oh, sure. Or does coach just tell them right up front, hey, this job's going to pay? He tells them up front. This is the range it's going to be. The guy guy he wants, he goes to the athletic director. Well, he doesn't go to the athletic director, but he, he probably already talked to him and says, I want to hide, I want to give this guy a three year contract at one point uh, a million two, and uh, and that guy goes back and looks at what the other guys are making, and they're going to pay him around the same probably. Yeah. Uh, I mean, is a guy like Joe, and we got to go. Like, is a guy like Cliff Kingsbury? Is that just is that even a? Does a guy like that say, you know what? I like what coach is doing over. I'm going to come over there for a couple of years and try to learn the Alabama way. Does that even interest a guy like Cliff Kingsbury? What what would be his advantage of coming in and learning the Alabama way? He's gonna, he's going to take a month off. He's going to take some time off, and then probably have the pick of his college offensive coordinator jobs. He can come to Alabama if he wants to, or he could be you know work with some a different coach and still still have his say of the offense and not work near as hard and get back to the. I mean, he failed right up. He was fired from Texas Tech as head coach, then hired as offensive coordinator from USC, and then hired as head coach of the Cardinals all in the same offseason. Yeah. All right, Alabama One, go to www.alabama1.org. Looking to purchase that vehicle, your late dreams, get that loan over at Alabama One. Rates as low as 2.99%. Terms available to 84 months. Get pre-approved before you shop. You also go to the Alabama One Auto Mall to find the car of your dreams. The Gary Harris Show is next, so keep it locked in. You're listening to Tide. 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Have a great day, everybody. on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.